Hi, I'm Aileen, and just recently I became super sick. I was too ill to go out. I just moved to New York. I don't drive, and I had no one to get my meds for me. I found out my pharmacy uses Rx Delivered now, which was amazing. I downloaded the app, chatted with my pharmacist directly, and even tracked my delivery live. I couldn't believe that I got my meds same day without having to leave my home. I also felt so connected to my pharmacist. It was so easy. Rx Delivered Now is a software platform that connects pharmacies with their patients. We work hand in hand with your staff to make sure that every medication reaches its destination. We provide live support during your hours of operation and work with the tech you already have. Whether you do delivery with us internally or no delivery at all, we've got your back. To scale your business and improve your patient's experience today, podcast listeners can get a 30-day risk-free trial at get.rxdeliverednow.com slash podcast. Available anywhere in the U.S. listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Podcast Nation, welcome back. Hey, you know what? I am excited to bring back a superstar of the pharmacy industry. Definitely a superstar to me, someone who has built a very special uh, community pharmacy environment, really embracing his patients, their patients, as well as the understanding that they need more. The patients are looking for more healthcare services from pharmacists pharmacists and pharmacies than ever before. And I I really wanted to feature Dr. Ken Tai, uh, 986 Pharmacy, and what he has done to grow 986 Pharmacy over on the West Coast. Welcome back, Ken. How are you? Great. Hey, thank you very much for having me back. Very excited to be here. Absolutely. We also have a special guest, uh, Dr. Anthony Doe. He is one of the founders of RX Delivered Now. Very proud of this company. It's the very first company that I have been honored to become a a board of director so I can help to uh, look for the right opportunities for this organization to to merge with and, and partner with. And I've been so impressed with the team. Welcome to the to the show, Anthony. Hey, thank you, Todd, for having me today. Super excited to have this conversation with Ken as well. Yes. So there was an article that was posted uh, earlier in the year from Modern Restaurant Management. Why in the world will we talk about modern restaurant restaurant management? Well, this publication focuses on <clears throat> privately owned businesses that are looking to up their game and really cater to their communities, specifically to their communities, because this uh, publication really d- digs down into the different sectors of the United States. And and something that was universal, regardless of where you were as a restaurant owner, was the fact that customers are now demanding nearly 40% of the orders that privately owned restaurants are getting are coming through mobile applications and mobile delivery apps. And the very first thing I thought of when I read this was talking with Ken and Anthony about mobile delivery and catering to our our patients, to our customers, and treating them the way that they want to be treated and giving them the opportunity to engage a service provider, um, the healthcare provider in their community, the community pharmacy. I'm going to start this off with Anthony first because I really want to understand 
it's amazing to see what's happening in pharmacy uh, today, where so many pharmacists are becoming medical science liaisons, um, digging into pharmacogenomics, uh, digging into um, services that you'd never think that a pharmacist was leading. And now you, you're leading a technology company, a mobile technology company. So talk to our listeners, let them know who you are, why do you want to become a pharmacist, and then how did you become a technologist in, in launching um, Rx Delivered Now? Thanks, Todd. Um, actually, a funny story is that Ken is actually was uh, one of my professor when I was at uh, Western University School of Pharmacy when I decided to go to pharmacy school. For me, uh, pharmacy, when I went into pharmacy, I always thought about community and being able to build community pharmacy like what Ken has done uh, for the past uh, two decades or so very successfully. Uh, but at the time, during pharmacy school, I've this thing called you know, Facebooks and all the social medias are happening when I was in school. And I come to the real realization that technology has the potential to reach a vast majority of patients and help a lot more community. And so that really piqued my interest in technology. And I can, during my third year in pharmacy school is when I started deep diving into application. That was when the app store was first open. And I actually launched my first you know, automated OTC recommendation application with a clinical algorithm that I wrote at the time did not know anything about, you know, technology or development and app building, uh, but so we were able to do that, uh, launched it uh, in the market. Uh, unfortunately, nobody came, right? And that's kind of the story of the startup usually, but got learned a lot about technology and how to build application. And uh, so that's, that's when I started thinking more about how can technology and looking at community pharmacy uh, at the time. And even now, there's, there, there, there are some innovation in the space, but I feel like it's still lacking and it doesn't work fluidly from a patient perspective, from patient experience perspective. Um, so that's how during the pandemic, we started um, Rx Deliver Now because everything was shut down. Community patients were reaching out, not able to get the delivery uh, or being able to track the delivery, get those seamless transactions that they would normally get on something like a DoorDash or an Uber. And it's a, it's a natural experience and progression for uh, not just a consumer, but I believe that in the future, um, this needs to happen within the community space in order uh, for community pharmacy. As you mentioned, pharmacists are doing a vast majority of a variety of things and very resource constrained uh, in today condition in terms of even hiring staff uh, to manage the pharmacy. Uh, and so our, our goal and objective at Rx Silver now is not just provide the last mile care through delivery, but really go in and how can we seamlessly approach this as a workflow perspective and help streamline that process for pharmacy? And, and that's really what we're, our goal is, you know, ultimately, again, completing that last mile care, whether it's building the platform for patient or pharmacy uh, to bridge that gap for the care. Thank you for that, Anthony. Um, Ken, you have a quote that I really enjoy, and, and I, we posted it on our, on our blog when we featured the episode that we did at the Western Pharmacy Exchange. And the quote is, we live in a world where networking and relationships are the key importance. So we crafted our practice around the needs of the community. And there we, there we go with today's episode around catering and crafting solutions and networks and the right partners with the consumer, with our patients in mind to make their lives easier and to get 
their medications and the access to their medications to them with fluidity and smoothness and without issue. So talk to us about 986 pharmacies and um, in the world of delivery, and then specifically RX Delivered Now and, and how that's been integrated with your own workflow. Yeah, and well, first and foremost, I, I'm, you know, this is a very special treat because, you know, like uh, Andy just talked about, I mean, it's always great to see some of your previous students now in a position where they're being innovative and creative and going out there and doing something different. You know, we talk about it all the time, but to see it in film, like full motion, like we have here, it's just um, very gratifying because uh, I, I still recall multiple discussions we've had um, separately from the class, um, you know, about, you know, him wanting to go into this digital kind of technology world. And I was honestly had no idea what he was talking about, but now I see it and, and it's kind of a full display and and uh, you know it just uh it's very proud of uh, what he's accomplished and the, the, the willingness to go out there and do something very entrepreneurial in spirit so um having said that you know going back to the question you said at hand i mean that's exactly what it's about and it's funny that you bring this up because literally i just had a discussion yesterday with a friend of mine and very successful entrepreneur and um you know of course he uses my services at the pharmacy and he was just basically and he's in the tech world by the way and he was just raving about the fact that our pharmacies it, it, delivery is, is second to none. And th th these are guys that are, you know, uh, you know, creating the, the, the future in terms of apps and technology and whatnot. And he was just saying that, you know, I, I thought Prime was great. And, and here you have a, a delivery that is literally next to none. I, I talked to you last night and this morning when I woke up, your, my meds were at my, at my doorstep ridiculous um he, you know and uh you know he was saying that how great you know you could order something and the next day it would come in you literally would get it to me within an hour hour and a half maybe two hours which is unheard of and so i think those are the things that really go back to this you know the, the, that uh quote that you, you know you discussed which I, I take to heart and that is that you know this is what patients want this is what they need during the pandemic they truly were in a position where they did not feel comfortable, especially the elderly and geriatric, because they're high risk, to go to a pharmacy to potentially put themselves at risk for, you know, um, uh, for, for the COVID at the time. And uh, we had to find a way to deliver the meds to them in a timely fashion um, and also um, in a manner that they felt comfortable, right? Uh, with mobile apps in, in particular, it, it made it so much more easy, you know, for them to request medications, get the refills, get them delivered, get them signed without having to physically touch or, or like to even uh, uh, be in contact with that person that's doing the delivery. And I think those are the things now that had, that they're, I hate to say it, revolutionized the marketplace and you tie it back to the restaurant. And, and, and seriously, I mean, we're all linked. This is a global economy where everything is tied to one another. And if you don't um, really embrace um, this new form of, of delivery of medications and customizing of care, then you're going to be left in the dark. I mean, let's be very upfront. That's a really good point, Ken, the intensity, because in this same article that was really focused on uh, privately owned restaurants, it was saying that delivery at the time of the pandemic was actually helping to save lives. And to me, when I think about Domino's or ordering, you know, Texas Roadhouse or, or a private, more likely my favorite sushi place here in Brownsville, Pennsylvania, which doesn't have delivery, um, I'm thinking, oh, that's kind of like a, an extra or it's a it's a luxury, right? Well, that article completely changed my mind because in many cases, these people needed food and they were relying on mobile technologies to get it to them. 
because they couldn't leave. And like you said, our shut-ins, our, 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 our services, the, the home care expansion is going crazy for community pharmacy right now. Happier at Home is a service that teaches and implements franchise models to community pharmacy to get them to do more services and charge for more services than just the importance of how um, crazy the, the, the importance of medication that's keeping people alive. So this is, this is exciting to think that, that this mobile technology has been designed inside out with that pharmacist in mind that understands the workflow understands the importance of getting the medication uh, to the patient. And what I really like hearing from you, Ken, is your customer made con comments that they received that medication so quickly. And it starts making my gears turn and thinking, wow, where are the limitations of RX Delivered now from a time perspective? And so I'm going to shift gears back to Anthony and say, first thing I thought of, Anthony, was specialty medications. And I'm thinking, goodness gracious, like we know there's temperature issues. We know that there's time issues. We know that when you have a medication coming from one of the mail order pharmacies and it's sitting in the sun or it's too cold or it's not getting there for three days and it should have been there within one day, that's all like a huge concern. And I think that RX Delivered Now is entering the market at a time where it's no longer, like I said, a a luxury. It's a, wow, this has to become part of a community pharmacy's workflow. Yeah, I just remember a time when I was uh, still working at the Kaiser um, at the mail, mail facility where we ship out insulin to patients during um, California uh, summer, right? That can get up to 100, 910 degrees. And uh, it would take literally two to three days uh, to get to the patient. Um, and by the time it gets to the patient, you know, we get a lot of calls where patients say, hey, this medication is, it, it, it feels warm, right? It's, if, if you're in the healthcare space and you know insulin, you know, <laughs> you just degraded the protein, so it's no longer good. So you have to reship that out uh, again to the patient and then risking that happening again, or you have to tell the patient to come in. So it kind of defeat the purpose of delivery, right? So insulin is just one use case, but um, with specialty medication, we've seen clients lost medication that are worth tens of thousands of dollars because the courier service doesn't have a uh, technology to geocode at pickup location or track uh, in transit and at the delivery points. So those are the kind of technology that we're tracking and implementing in real time to ensure if anything's happened during the logistic um, time frame, that we have built in a support, even a support team to kind of manage that as well, right? So once the prescription leaves the pharmacy with us, it's not just about handing it off to the delivery driver. How do we ensure as a pharmacist that I know whether it's specialty medication, control medication, that it's being overlooked? And with our, we have a managed service approach where our team kind of overlooked that delivery for you and, and provide that communication with your patient, the driver and the pharmacy to make sure that medication gets there on time and to the right place and the right patient um, with the right handling. And if anything arrives with an issue, we immediately notify you and your patient. So that way that service um, also becomes very seamless for both parties. Ken, back to uh, 986 Pharmacies and Workflow. The pharmacy owners that are listening right now, are, that's probably one of their questions. Like, hey, how's this working? How's this integrating? what API is, is collecting information, pulling information between the two. Can you kind of go through that, your own workflow and what your, how your techs have given you feedback, your pharmacists giving you feedback, 
and how it integrates into the RX Delivered Now application. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think going back to that whole thought process is really simple. I mean, our job is to provide patient care. That's the focus. I don't want my staff to be focused on anything else. Um, I do understand the importance of delivery of these medications and making sure that the patients get what they need. That's of utmost importance. But there are, for example, apps like, you know, what uh, uh, Anthony is talking about um, that can do that type of work for you and probably do it even better than our staff. Um, you know, something as simple as, you know, uh, a Navi or GPS. Once upon a time, it was funny, I literally had a discussion last night at dinner about a Thomas guide. For some of you out there that, you know, a date to understand what that even means. Sorry, Anthony, you might be too young for this, but the Thomas guide, you know, used to be our Navi, right? You whip that book out and look for, you know, coordinates of where you're supposed to go. Nowadays, we just punch it in our little Navi system and we're there. And so when you do deliveries, why have to do routes, you know, with their system and everything else, they, they think for you, they tell you what's the most optimal route, figure out, you know, even traffic and everything else. And they just make that, that, that whole process so painful and so painless that, you know, you just have to punch it in and it, it does everything else for you. So that our staff and our team can just do what they're supposed to do, which is concentrate on the patients, ensuring that, um, that we provide the, the care and, and the knowledge and um, really the expertise that we have been trained to do, right? Um, and I think that's really what it's about. Technology is supposed to make our lives and the lives of our patients easier um, so that we can um, be more efficient and also be able to, um, you know, uh, deliver our promise of that care at, uh, you know, at a, at, a, at a better pace as, all, as well as in a, in a more efficient manner. So how many of the 986 pharmacies are, are utilizing the, um, the RX Delivered Now um, app for, their, for your clients, for your customers? Um, I think we pilot the program, you know, way the, in its initiation back in the days. And I think right now, most of our core stores in the L.A. County area definitely are using, utilizing that service and working with Anthony. So. Excellent. The reason why I asked is there was an interesting report that came from Nielsen that said that people are spending an average of 30 hours per month using apps. And it's a shout out to the community pharmacy owner listening right now. And that is you have to meet your customers and your patients where they are. They're on their mobile phone. They're on their iPhone. They're on their Droid. And if you can tell them through a bag stuffer or through something sitting on your counter where there's some kind of you know signage where it says we are now mobile, we have mobile delivery. They already think like this. The 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 63 year old woman, the 14 year old you know kid. They're all thinking mobile technology and app driven. So it's not like we have to teach them necessarily what this is. Although I know that my dad isn't a isn't a huge app uh, user, but he loves uh, he loves. Alexa, and now I'm afraid she's going to activate and ask me why I just said that because she's sitting there listening to me right now. But the world of mobile and mobile accessibility and delivery, it's here. So um, pharmacy owners, if you... Sorry, I didn't understand that. So pharmacy owners, if you don't have a solution to something that your customers are asking for, they may go to another organization, not out of the fact that they don't like you, but it just makes it convenient and they want that convenience. Anthony, what kind of data has your team dug into when it really kind of like shows our community pharmacy owners who are listening right now, what kind of engagement, what kind of response um, the RX Delivered Now user 
is um is is giving back like and and how they like the app yeah in terms of data our success rate in terms of delivery that we have worked with uh pharmacies it's around 98 percent success rate right we've uh, because of our managed service approach we were able to do a lot of the re-delivery re uh in the same route the same time and uh, our patients are very satisfied uh, from NPS perspective that they were able to communicate with somebody on route while doing the delivery, which is our team providing that additional support to reroute the driver to get them their medication to ensure that they can get it under that one hour that Ken was talking about, right? So not just from a delivery from a customer perspective, but we think a lot about the pharmacy as well, how efficient are their drivers? So we provide the pharmacy with uh, driving data and 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 delivery rates and uh, like how many drops per hours per, per se to help the pharmacy and how and consult the pharmacy to help them become more efficient at their own delivery service right so yeah. if you have your own in-house pharmacy uh, drivers we can help you manage that with our software as well if you don't have a driver pool and you need to access a driver pool we have a delivery uh, so a delivery as a service model where you can tap into our pool of drivers and help you um, get new drivers on if someone call out sick for the day per se. Uh, so, and um, yeah, and you know, for the patient uh, experience side, we implementing implementing a lot of new features such as, you know, buy over the counter medication at your local store, right? So the idea is to help you maintain that experience with your local community when you need over the counter and get that added onto your cart at the same route and improving the efficiency of the delivery as well at the same time. Uh, so those are the kind of things that we're thinking about uh, from a patient, patient perspective and the pharmacy perspective. And even in a larger picture, we, we want the platform to become a tool for pharmacists, not only to communicate for pay, to patient, but also in the future, early on when you mentioned about pharmacist role as community pharmacists are evolving to doing more care, we want to be that platform to provide you the tools and the data to help manage patients' care as well. Yeah, and, and I, I just want to add to that. And I think it's it's the, you know, it, it's always about the details, the devil's in the details. And so, you know, a lot, I hear a lot of folks out there that say, hey, I do delivery, but you know, what, what's delivery, right? I mean, if you deliver it in the next day or like, you know, at the late, I, I've had some of my colleagues say that, oh yeah, we deliver, but you know, we deliver at seven, eight o'clock after I close my pharmacy. I'm sorry, a lot of our patients, you know, they're a little older, they sleep by seven. So they don't want you knocking on their doors at seven, eight o'clock at night after you close your doors. They want that medication probably a lot more, a lot more promptly, and especially if there's a patient that, you know, for example, you know, just got out of the doctor's office and, and they, you know, they're too sick or they, they don't want to be at risk to come to their pharmacy, you know, and they're coughing or they're having fever or whatnot. They want that probably within the hour or two. They don't want to wait until the end of the day after they've coughed up, you know, all this phlegm and being uncomfortable to get their meds or, you know, even worst case scenario, the next day or next uh, evening. It's just too late. And in today's society, that's just too slow. And so I think it really ties back into this concept of delivery, but not just the fact that you have delivery, but also, you know, the efficiency and, and the ability to deliver at you know, to, to the standards and expectations of, of the needs of our patients in today's world. And by the way, this app and this train of thought, as well as the workflow and the service being provided to the community and in, in your patients is not a replacement. It's an enhancement. It's, you know, people have mixed feelings about tech apps. And on one hand, they want that support, that local community feel, 
the business that knows them. On the other hand, they want the technology. They want the ability to um, to take and look at their phone and see where their order is, how fast their medication is coming. Especially, I can imagine the moms out there that have a sick child and they're like, when can I get this med? And the, the, the pharmacy says, hey, it's going to be in the next one to two hours. We'll get it to you. That would bring me so much relief as a parent thinking, okay, now I don't have to worry. I can stay home, can take care of my sick child, try to keep them as comfortable as possible. And now there's a knock at my door and, you know, I, I know that my, my meds have arrived. So there's a, there's a lot of comfort in this too. And I think if it's marketed correctly through community pharmacies, showing them that they have this additional service and power to cater to the needs of the patient. I think this is going to be really successful in it, and I'm very excited about it. Anthony, um, what other what other feedback have you received from community pharmacies and, and any of the creativity that they've come up with in kind of pushing out and marketing the app? Yeah, in, in terms of uh, helping us market, we work closely with our community pharmacy um, to 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 bag you know flyers along and communicate that with their patient because one one benefit for for the patient is that again they'd be able to track the delivery being able to see it uh, and meet the driver at the door so then it reduces the you know the phone calls to the pharmacies or also seeing the picture of the delivery it was hidden behind the bush uh, for say without having to call the pharmacy saying hey I didn't get my prescription. So those are some of the benefits that the patients are experiencing. And we're working on collaterals with the pharmacy uh, to uh, to ensure that the patient get, you know, obviously the pharmacy signed up for the service, that their patient can benefit from that as well. I think there's a, comp a competitor situation too. And, and Ken, I know that your team is aware of this, your strategy team, your marketing team, the whole nation knows that there's huge retail pharmacies out there. We know that there's Amazon. We know that there's, you know, the world of Amazon always surrounding the world of delivery. And I get even I, I live in rural um, Pennsylvania, so Fayette County, it's in the middle of nowhere. And I'll get my um, Amazon package the very next day. I don't live in enough condensed area where I'm getting it the same day. But nonetheless, I, I'm relying on I'm relying on delivery. I do not want to go to the store. I hate going to the store. I've gotten so used to ordering. So we have to be cognizant. And when I say that, I mean from the perspective of that community pharmacy owner, that there is competition out there. So uh, kind of give our listeners a little insight as, as a multi-location pharmacy owner, the challenges and the, the competition that, that you're facing um, with the, the big box stores and as, as well as Amazon. Uh, I hope I'm not being too, well, I, I guess the best way to put it is, is I don't feel there's competition. So I, I think that there's, there's, there's this, this <laughs> notion out there that there is competition, but um, in, in the, in the, the past, you know, year or two, since the launching of this, um, I just don't feel it. And the reason why I say that is because the population that a lot of our, our colleagues are, are targeting are the elderly, they're the geriatric, um, they really require a lot more time, attention, and care. Um, they might have, uh, you know, potentially solved one aspect of the delivery system, but they lack 100% the service and the closeness and the true care and understanding of the patients um, that we provide. And so, you know, you might say that they solve one problem, 
but they really did not address the other one. Um, they, they feel that, you know, patients just want to send their stuff in there without really that connection. Um, maybe for the onesies and twosies out there, and I say that, I mean like the younger folks that are on the go, and they really don't take a lot of meds. I'm sorry. They take ones or twos, and that's it. And so they don't need that extra. You know, they go online, they figure everything out, they read everything, and they kind of feel that, hey, I'm good to go. But the patients that we truly work with in the community, man, these guys are on 10, 15, 20 meds. Um, they're complex. They're being changed sometimes on a weekly, daily basis. Um, they, they, they're constantly in contact with the physicians. Um, they're constantly in contact with us. Uh, I'm sorry, Amazon can't do that. And they have not shown that they've had the ability to do that. And so you might say they are able to maybe, uh, um, you know, work on one aspect of the process of patient care in terms of the delivery of it, but that's only one component. The more bigger component is the fact that the patients can trust us, can call us and feel that we're a resource. Um, that particular area, I'm sorry, they have failed um, very badly. And so from that vantage point, that it starts and ends with that. <laughs> if you can't do that first, then everything else, as far as I'm concerned, it's blah, 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 blah. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, no offense, but I don't think they have, they're not even competition as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I would have to agree with Ken there from a pharmacy, pharmacist perspective, right? Uh, as we're looking at technology, like these digital health companies are building really a, a more efficient, faster horse, but they're not really innovating in terms of thinking about the end-to-end -end care that Ken was talking about, because it starts at the doctor's office, but uh, and then it ends at the pharmacy where pharmacists are providing these type of care uh, that, you know, the back and forth that people don't see behind a counter that just by, you know, putting, I would say, you know, lipstick on a pig, right. Uh, 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 for the pharmacy to be, have an app, right. Just, just having technology alone doesn't solve healthcare problems. It's, it's people and technology together. And I think, and that's why we're so bullish on community pharmacy, because as a pharmacist, I see a future where community pharmacy do a lot more than, you know, evolving their role, like we all we talked about earlier, and having the technology to support them, right? And and that's how it's gonna, that's how we're gonna really change the landscape of healthcare and make it more efficient, not only in terms of delivery, but in terms of the overall care with communication with physician, pharmacist, patient, the whole entire ecosystem, right? And 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 that's that's where you, I would say, you would probably build a 10x better healthcare delivery system as opposed to just thinking about being able to order online and get it delivered. The fusion of custom, customized, I know your name services and the technology is key. And I think this is a huge advantage for our community pharmacies out there that we're saying to them, you do not have to do this alone. You have pharmacists and pharmacy owners that have already pulled this off, that have already done it through the RX delivered now uh, teams. Um, you guys are ready to help them roll this out. You're heady, ready to help them market it, uh, come up with ideas. Um, our publication would like to continue to get ideas from our community pharmacy owners to share with other pharmacy owners. Our patients, our customers, they, they are impatient. Um, it seems like technology and the internet, the, the, I remember when there was no internet, <laughs> I know Ken, you do too. And, um, Anthony, you might, might possibly remember, but I, I tell you what, the, now that it's here, 
It's part of our lives. It's never going away. It's just going to continue to move forward. Pharmacy owners, you have to be cognizant of what is in demand, mobile technologies, mobile delivery, uh, that customization. When you fuse that with who you are in the community, how you're trusted in the community, this is a win-win. And and the time, time means everything. Um, and kind of wrapping up, Anthony and Ken, I want to um, start with Anthony and then uh, we'll close out with Ken. But what do you what do you want to tell any of the pharmacy owners right now in in partnership with RX Delivered now um, in closing? Yeah, I would say um, come check us out. Give us give us a try and you'll see the difference in terms of your patient experience and, and the way our team works with your team um, to understand your workflow and how we can help you uh, be more successful at doing your deliveries and your patient experience overall. Ken, this has been awesome to have you back uh, in closing one pharmacy owner to another pharmacy owner that's listening right now. Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, a platform like Artsdiver now is, is great. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think we do an excellent job of patient care, you know, and uh, we just need to have, um, you know, an open mind about, you know, utilizing what's available out there, whether that's an app, whether that's technology, whether that is anything that uh, we can uh, help us to enhance what we do um, to better provide that care um, that you know we have done such a great job providing and just making it more efficient making our lives easier and also making the lives of our patient easier and and making uh, our our access to them and their access to us even better so um, you know cheers to to Anthony and his team for everything they've done um, and and they're they're one of so many others out there that are being innovative um, and trying to make uh, our patients' lives and our lives uh, better and easier. I want to thank you both. This has been special. I've been looking forward to this, and mobile technology is a discussion that we have to have. If um, if I could ask the both of you to, to be ready to come back and, and talk about some other um, facets of how mobile technology is helping to, to in, in enhance uh, customer service as well as patient care, we would absolutely love to have both of you back. Oh, 100%. I love this. This is so fun. It's just like a bunch of friends talking and hanging out. And, uh, you know, I think we're all obviously extremely uh, vested in this pharmacy world. And um, anytime you talk pharmacy, I'm in. So you let me know, Todd. Excellent. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks, Thanks so much, Todd. Thanks, Ken. If you go to Google right now, pharmacy owner, and you put in RX delivered now, you will find them. They are everywhere. They're on Facebook. We're going to have links in the show notes to be able to get to that Facebook group, talk with each other, collaborate. They're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. Get.rxdeliverednow.com forward slash podcast. We will have that in the show notes. Like uh, Anthony said, try it out. Uh, it, it, I guarantee it's going to work for you. It's it's going to it's going to do well for your instance. And maybe it's a maybe it's a level of implementation. Regardless, the team is there to help you uh, connect this uh, technology to your workflow and get more services to your patients and your community. We absolutely love pharmacists. We love what you're doing for our nation and our healthcare. There's keys to pharmacists in medication management that other providers don't have and we need more pharmacist care out there as well as our community pharmacists. When community pharmacies rise, the rest of the communities rise. So excited to have both Ken Tai and Anthony Doe on. RX Delivered Now, thank you so much for uh, being a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And with that, we wish you all well. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.